amplified impact for multi-passionate female entrepreneurs turning their gifts into assets. This is a space to open your heart even deeper as you learn how to tune into your mission and connect with your clients, the ones who you dream to serve, and create massive impact in their lives. I'm here to inspire you to take time for yourself so you can be the leader in your life and your business, one who stands out and thrives. This is the place where women just like you create wealth from the inside out. All right, I am so excited to be here today with Laura Hilker. She is an intuitive healer, someone that I met through the Sold Out Retreat mini course. Before we downloaded this episode and really began, we went through the retrograde, went through energy, went through Wi-Fi, like all of the things that happen for us to show up and be here for this conversation. But I'm really excited to have her. I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about you, your story, what you're up to, your life. Let us get to know you. Um, uh, I guess, uh, long story short, <laughs> uh, I'm an intuitive healer, so I am a medium, but my passion, I, I don't do readings or anything anymore. My passion is, um, sitting across from somebody sitting with them in wherever they are in their healing journey, whether that's in the beginning or, or, you know, further along. And just really being able to connect with their um, spirit guides, loved ones, and my own guidance and come up with a plan on how we can make them connect to their best, most authentic self and really start to heal. Um, my journey is one that uh, I was late to. So I've been doing this work now for the last five years. Um but before that, have just had this thing within me, but finally just connected to it in the last few years. And it's just been magical ever since. So, mm, Laura, I love that. Can you deepen this? I had it in me, but I finally like went for it. Like, how did you know you had already had it inside of you? So I have memories back when I was five years old of seeing spirit, connecting with spirit, seeing angels, all of these things. And, you know, living in the world that we're in just really suppress that kind of like fitting in superseded connecting with any of my intuitive gifts and, um, through, you know, all good to be a good healer, you have to have gone through things. That's what makes a good healer, right? Like I can't sit next to somebody and help them heal their grief if I've never experienced grief. So um, I lost a friend tragically in a car accident in high school, never dealt with my grief. Um, my parents divorced when I was young. My dad left. So there's a lot of abandonment. All these things compile over time. And then eight years ago, I lost my best friend to, to breast cancer. And as horrific as that was, um, it's why I'm doing what I'm doing now, because it literally broke me to the point where I would go on for the next five years and really just be like surviving, not living. I wasn't living. And what I, I had my first energy healing session and it changed my life. I was like, whoa, 
I had never in my life felt that lightness. And I realized I had spent 35 years surviving, mm. not living. I don't think I had actually lived a day in my life for 35 years. Sorry, you know, holding you in that loss and knowing that what you said is so true, right? Like we get to hold space for others and things that we've gone and grown through ourselves. And it's like, it's the catalyst. It's the catalyst that allows us to become that higher version of ourselves. And I know you mentioned like, I came to it late in the game, but it was like, you needed something to happen to break you open and bring you down. And now you're like, okay, it's either continue not living my life, but she was the reminder. It's like, do I keep going this way or do I do something about it? And because you chose to be the ruler of your story, the creator of what happened rather than the victim, it's like now you're here changing and how happy she must be in her spirit where yes. she is yes. watching you shine, watching yes. you rise and now taking those gifts that you said you already had inside of you. And that's something I talk about a lot on this podcast is like you have these gifts inside of you and we Absolutely. just need to be have something to break them open, whether it's the decision to go after them or the loss of someone that we love. And so can you speak to how you knew after this energy session that changed your life, you were meant to go on and do something with those gifts? Yeah. So I had, you know, all this trauma and, you know, through energy work, it's like peeling away layers of an onion. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to take like with each thing kind of brings you back closer to the, I call it like a remembering right? The remembering. I think trauma and everything over time builds and we forget who we are. We don't know who we are. And so about two or three sessions in, my intuition was back and it was back boldly in a way that I had not remembered connecting to since I was a child. And, what, and with that came this right wisdom and maturity that I also didn't have. Um, it didn't have the fear that I had when I was a child. Um, and then I found myself gravitating towards a circle of people, it, people were starting to show up in my life that, you know, understood some of the spiritual knowledge and things that I was just coming into. So that session changed my life because it was the catalyst for healing myself and being able to return to myself, you know, return to this place that said it's, you know, strength is allowing yourself to fall apart and rebuild yourself and grieve. And up until that point, strength to me meant um, toughness and not crying and not tapping into my divine feminine and, and those types of things. So yeah, it, it changed my life um, dr dramatically and everything from that moment on just was a quick, it, it was like a sprint. <laughs> everything unfolded very quickly. And um, I think my guides had been waiting for this moment. Mm -hmm. They'd been waiting for me to wake up and you know see this thing that was it within me and once i connected to that it was just kind of okay this is it this is it yeah and it's so powerful that there there gets to be that one thing and i remember for for myself it was it was yoga i was like the one place that i felt like i could come in and be in my body the body that i had and accept myself for all that i was and it was like this just deep surrendering and then when i found that magic and that gift i was like oh i need to give this back to others and so when you had the sprint and you started going into the healing journey that you embarked on from that energy session how did you know it was your time to start giving 
giving this to others? Like, what were the steps when you got the sign that this was your gift that you began to take to really step fully into the soul's calling? Um, well, I think I drug my feet. I think I was healing myself, but as far as knowing I was to be doing this with others, um, I think I was like feeling it, but there was this fear. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking to you right now from the, the village I grew up in and it's 2,200 people. That's it. So everybody knows me. Everybody knows my grandmother, my mother, all of these things. So the idea of stepping out and being like, this is who I am, who I've al always been in this sort of sleepy, not awake town felt really terrifying. Yeah. So my guides forced me into that. And um, they had me find a missing person using my intuition. And that is that is all I can say is like, I, I think had I, it had been left to me, I might not be where I am right now. Yeah. Uh, there was somebody in town that had dementia that had went missing, went for a walk. And, um, I knew I knew where she was and they had been looking. And I finally, I called my mom and I said, um, I want you to call the chief of police and tell him, tell him who I am, how I am and um, have him reach out to me because I know where she is. And that was like, from that moment forward, I, I, I never stopped. I never questioned. It was like, of course I have these moments of questioning, but it was really this, like, we're done waiting on you. I could feel, I could literally feel the universe saying, we aren't waiting anymore. You don't, there's no more excuses. You're showing up as yourself in every single room you sit in. And we're not going to let you do any different. And they really have it. Mm. So you gave me goosebumps just down my body here in the story. And I know for so many people listening that it's not always as crystal clear and we're not always being able to connect. Like there yeah. are guides for all of us. And some of us have the unique gift to touch, feel, speak, and talk to them more than others. And you just painted this idea of like, there's going to be fear. We're still going to doubt. We're still not going to be certain, but like when it's your soul's calling, you're going to get sign after sign after sign. It's just a matter of if you're willing to listen. And so you started to, after this saving someone's life you started to show up as yourself in every room is that what happened yeah um I opened a shop here um put a sign up which was I think the scariest part <laughs> for it um yeah and I you know and I tell clients all the time when they come in to see me that that is a big part of it and that the signs you get are going to be so unique to you they don't you don't have to be a seer or a hearer you know, those signs are still going to come to you. And because um, I get a lot of people that come to me that I, and I teach an intuition class and they'll say, I want to be intuitive, but people think being intuitive is being a medium. And that is such a far thing. I'm like, you know, seeing the spirit world is really not as exciting as what you would think it is. Like being intuitive is just connecting with your body, that alarm system that's within you, that's telling you every single day, you are getting all these messages just within your body within your mind and your spirit. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm, um, doing my calling now. And now that feels pretty easy to do, but it took a lot of working through a lot of fear to do that. And I still have fear pop up. And I, when I tell people that in classes, um, they're like, what, what you're, 
you like you get nervous or worried i'm like of, of course i do cuz change is hard and doing new things is scary but i know i'm being watched out for always yeah and i love what you say is like people say that to me as well right like you have fear you have doubt and it's like we got to normalize that we're human forever and the people that we look up to and we idolize and we put up here they're human too and they go through all that the only difference is is they they don't let it stop them they hold the space of that and then they continue to move towards and forward into their calling because they know that's why they're here and it's it's not that you're going to eliminate your human even if you like you have been doing this for 5 years and you have so many signs. You spoke on like the difference between connecting to the spirit world and connecting to intuition. Can you speak more as like, how can I become more intuitive? How can I tap into that inner God knowing that this is my sign? So for example, I want to see this as my sign that I'm meant to do this. How can I trust it? Because we ask for it, we see it and we, then we doubt like that that's actually a sign. So how can I trust it? Yeah, that's a question. Yeah, that's a good question. And one I get asked all the time. And what I tell people is it one, it takes practice. It it's just like anything else. It's like a muscle that you need to practice using. Um, and it's it's trusting that. The biggest question I get is how do I know what is my intuition and what is my anxiety? Right. Because we always have this sort of inner dialogue happening in our heads. So what I tell people is your intuition is quick. It's fast. It's like lightning. It's, it's so fast. We are, as human beings are very indecisive. So your inner dialogue is going to be like, well, I, do I want a salad for lunch? Do I want a sandwich? Like, it's very like pokey, like your thoughts when it's you, your inner dialogue is the slower sort of indecisive energy. Intuition is quick. And the more you, I always tell people, the first thing is the right thing. The first thing is the right thing. And I, I like to teach people the different ways that comes in. You know, some people are a hearer. Some people, everyone's empathic. You know, it's that feeling. Um, I, I call it the hear feels. You're hearing in this inner knowing where it's like, did I hear that? Or do I feel that? They kind of come in together. And so it's, it's learning your own unique gifts. And that's the biggest thing. I always tell people, don't try to be like somebody else. Don't, don't, don't try to listen to your intuition like somebody else. You have to, you have to get to know yourself and start to trust those things. But the best advice I can say to, to connecting to your intuition is to practice trusting it, practice listening and feeling to that first first feeling that you get the first sounds that you're hearing and um animals birds the uh, the biggest intuitive guidance that i get is um through animals i have a big connection to native american culture and the eagles the hawks the birds they're the ones that show up a lot for me with a lot of different messages yeah. And when I hear you speak, what I hear is like getting to know yourself. And yes. when you get to know yourself, you get to trust yourself. You get to know what you're good at, where you can grow at. And it's like, that's just like the, uh, the ability to sit and listen to your indecisiveness, to watch, you know, like the, the tennis ball go back and forth, but yes. the intuition, like what I got from you and what I know in my own life is like, it's a feeling that comes with a picture in the mind or a feeling within the body. And it's like, it's there. And then the mind goes, 
goes and questions it. The mind goes and tries to figure it out. And it's like, but you're like, you said, it's like, there's no thinking about it. It comes, there it is, it lands. Well, and if you're a women, women, especially, um, you've been programmed as a woman to not trust yourself. Mm. I mean, this world does not want a woman that trusts herself. And so I have women that come in all the time, you know, in sessions, we're doing spiritual guidance, you know, before their healing session. And they're asking these really big questions about life, right? And I always look at them and I say, you already know the answer to that Mm -hmm. because you do, you already know the answer. What you're looking for is validation for somebody, me or whomever, to tell you that what you already know in this inner knowing is right. And that's the biggest thing. I I work with a lot of women and men have their own set of, you know, programming and issues. But the biggest thing is as a woman, you're born with that. You know, children are born with that. I work with children all the time. That's why children have no problem when they're around somebody that makes them uneasy. They're like, their stomachs hurt. Their bellies hurt. There's, there's things all around them. That's why kids get headaches and belly aches and all these other things that we get too as adults. We've just been taught to ignore it. So yeah, everything goes back to loving yourself, knowing yourself, and then trusting yourself. Yeah. And I love that you brought this to the conversation. It's like, we're being told to not listen to the feelings, to ignore the feelings. And that's what happens with the busy culture and the masculine driven culture is that we don't have the ability to stop, sit, listen, and understand. And instead we mask it with other things on top of what the body's telling us. And it's why many people get certain diseases and cancers and these things. It's like your body was already trying to tell you that for so long. And it's like, what is this trying to tell me is a really good question that I like to ask myself is like, what is this telling me? What am I here to learn? But oftentimes like we're clouded and we're told to not feel those things and not to go to those places. And that gets us farther from our intuition because you know, we think about marketing and advertising and the government, these different things, it is like mental conditioning. And it is like, so it's like really getting clear on like what your beliefs are and what other people's are, which comes back to, like you said, getting to know, like, and trust yourself and knowing that like at the end of the day, how you feel and what you think and what you believe is the most important. But first we got to sift through what we've been conditioned. Right. Yeah. Everything starts with the self. Uh, You know, I tell people you can't come in for, uh, you know, if you come in and get energy work regularly, um, that's like a cortisone cortisone shot. It's going to give you a little something. But if you're not doing the work to really uncover who you are and shed that programming, you are such an integral part of that healing, you know, and that comes with going inward. Mm -hmm. It, It all starts there. It all starts with, knowing who you are. And I would say at least probably 98% of the people that come to see me for the first time, the biggest issue is they have no idea who they are. Mm. When I ask, who are you? They say, I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I do the, I'm an accountant. Yeah. But I I'm don't. like, that's not who you are. Those are roles that you take on, but I want to know who are you? You know, what sets your soul alive? They have no idea. Mm. They, you know, they need to know they're, they're 
identity is based on what makes them fit in, what makes them likable. And that that's led to a, an entire population of people who have no idea who they are, what they love, what they want to do, and or even know how to heal or start that process. Which leads to like the little mini conversation that we had before we hit record. And you're like, I just sit with my clients and I get a download. I get an, an intuition of what that healing session gets to look like. And so you get to feel and tap into like where it is that we need to go. And I know that you were talking about like expanding into something new. So can you talk about the process that you go through with your clients and where you really see your business and impact going these days? Yeah, so it's it's really shifted to um I, I don't want to say it like a quality, but it's this these deep connections. I'm I'm gravitating more towards people who really want to do that work, right? That are like, I really want to transform my life. Um, like my deep trauma healing package, because I'm so busy, I see 60 clients in a month, and so um, I, what's shifting is the way in which I reach people. I'm doing a lot more group healing sessions, cutting back my one-on-one -on -one sessions, but those one-on-one -on -one sessions are still happening. There is just a different quality that's happening within them. This deeper healing. Um, I am, I'm going to Boston in November. I'm teaching a Reiki class there. Um, and then I'm going back in December, I'm going to do a workshop. So just reaching other people, um, you know, I do distant sessions, which is great, but I'm just feeling this, even with the distance, I want, I want to not be across from a computer screen. I want to sit with people, hold space with people. And yeah, just that, that healing to reach different parts of the country, the world. That's, that's what I'm here to do. Mm. And I love it because it comes full circle on like how I met you. And so for me, yeah. my business and my model, it's like, I love to help others that have a deep desire to help people create an online business to reach more people, but then bring it all together in a retreat so that we can be face-to-face -face because there's there's so much that we can do distance. One of my mediums and my healers and astrologers, she's in Australia and mm -hmm. she's here and I feel her in the room when we're talking, when we're connected, but there's nothing like being in the same room with her. And it's why I love doing online and retreats because it allows us to amplify our reach, grow our business beyond what face-to-face -face could do, but then you get to create these containers of deep transformation in person. And that's something that cannot happen on the internet. And so it's like this beautiful full circle of like where you see yourself going and being able to put yourself in different places around the world to impact more people and expand your reach and share your gifts more than you can just, for example, in the space that you're living. Yeah, for, for sure. And, you know, you're program that I, you know, came across and the group that I added, I've been implementing that, you know, I've done day retreats and things I'm currently planning. Um, I want, you know, a multi-night, you know, I'm kind of going through that, but I've been using a lot of the tools given in that group, even for the two day workshop that I'm doing in Boston. Mm -hmm. Um, just, you know, it's an, it's a very valuable resource to have been using. So I'm just, I'm grateful. It's just, it's so, beautiful how the universe gives you who and what you need when you need it. Um, so that's kind of a really cool thing. It is. It's a full circle thing. 
Yeah. And I love it. It's like a stepping stair too. You know, it's like for the sold out retreat course, you can use that in your online business as well, but you can start with just a one day retreat. It doesn't have to be like a three night thing. It can be like you said, a stepping ladder, then eventually you could go international or that sort of thing, but a resource that you get to, you know, keep coming back to. What do you foresee like in your life right now in your business? Like, where do you want to go or grow to next? Like you've made it this far. You have this vision like where is the next level of your business you're looking to reach um I'm writing a book I'm in the process of writing a book my guides have been pretty clear about that um it's scary it's about my life so that's kind of a really vulnerable thing it's like my story in black and white mm-hmm. um because you know there's quite a bit there to how I got to here um that and just reaching. I do see myself doing this healing work sessions, one-on-one group teaching all over the world. Mm. I see myself going to many other countries and speaking to larger groups. Again, I don't know the how or when or why, but I, I know it's, I know it's coming. Yeah. And that inspires me. Do you already have an online program that you have put together to teach people how to connect to spirits, how to connect to mediums? Can you put this, like what you do into a process that teaches other people? Yeah. So right now what I'm trying to do, you know, I've got different groups, um, like the one I just with the being so busy, but what I've been trying to do now is similar to like what you have going, I'm like, how can I get this compacted into a place where people can get in and access it? Everyone's busy. It's, it's time, right? It's having time. Everything I teach right now is in person. So they have to come into my shop or I'm coming to them. And, um, that's what is in the works right now is having that content for people to be able to access, get in and utilize on their own timeline. Mm-hmm. Not crunching that into a weekend or a day, or you know, some people need more of that process, or I guess the ability to be vulnerable mm-hmm. in a space not in a crowded room of people sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that is a process right now breaking that down. Yeah, I think for you, Laura, like I really foresee you creating like a, a program that people can go through, like the sold out retreat mini course or amplified impact where they can actually learn this from you. And then anyone that goes through that mini course or that program can come to an event that you host and mm-hmm. it's going to allow you to expand your reach. So the people that go through it are like, Hey, come to my town and teach at my studio, come yeah. to my town and teach at my festival. And so that could be like a really expansive place for you to grow yeah. to next. And yeah, I, I just got that image when you you were sharing. No, and I, I do. And it, you know, it's, it's really interesting because being in your group has shifted. I tend to get in these boxes sometimes. Um, I, I get in these very clear cut, like I put borders on everything. And when I joined that group, it opened my eyes and shifted to like, what's possible? Where can I go with this? I'm in the, I'm rebuilding my website, things I haven't done in years. Yeah that is bringing new energy, this new life, you know, people don't realize how much shifts energy just by changing things like that. So that group really did. I, I, it was kind of like, wait, this is so cool. I see women in there, you know, bringing all these ideas. Oh, look at my retreat. Oh, let me ask a question. And it's just not me. And that wouldn't just be me answering questions. Just like, it's not just 
you. There's people bringing all this input and energy and it is, it's amazing. Yeah. The peer group support and the ideas and inspiration, which is why like, I really love my program Amplified Impact because that's what we get to do for people that are creating online programs and what it is that they bring into the conversation. It's like, it just opens our mind and we do, we get closed vision. And when we see what's possible and something our people are like, I don't want to do the internet. I don't want to do online program. I'm like, but if you do, you can do retreats and then you can sell out your retreats so much quicker because more yes. people know about you, more people love what you do. And so it just opens up our ability to like not avoid or push away something that's actually going to allow us to get to our end result. And I just created a podcast episode on this. It's like what you desire, you have to go through what you fear. And on the other side of that, then that's what you get. And so I love that you really brought that here. I am really excited to share you with the community. Tell them where they can come and find you. Maybe they want to do an online session with you. They want to follow you on Instagram. What's the favorite? What's your favorite way to plug in? Um, uh, Facebook is the best way. Facebook or Instagram, uh, Laura Hillkirk, you will find me if you, if you search Laura Hillkirk. Um, luckily I married somebody with not a super common name, so it should come right up. Uh, yeah, that's the best way to reach me. Um, the best way to do a session, my schedule is booked through April of 2024, but I do pop-ups. So my pop-up sessions are a way to be able to get in and see me, which is really cool. And if you go to that, you can see links. Um, there's a form to fill out if you want me to come and teach or do something near you. And that's the best way. Awesome, Laura. I'll put that in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, sharing your magic, your story. Thank and you for cool having work. me. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Bye.